Hello, I'm Jack Kennedy, and this is your JT Media Weekly Update 9. Okay, just like last time, I'm going to start with the NFL uh, section, and we're going to talk about the AFC East and West divisions today. I'm going to start with the East, uh, New England, Miami, Jets, and Buffalo. And I'm going to start from bottom to top. In last place, I have the Buffalo Bills, uh, finishing 6-10, and 10, uh, 2-4 and four in the division. This is a tough choice. Uh, I, I actually do think the Bills are in an upward direction right now with their new quarterback. I think 6-10 and 10 is a decent record, uh, considering what they did last year. Um, I think that they just need, they're, they're going to take a couple seasons to regroup and hopefully get a little bit better and maybe get back into the playoffs and in, in the very, very, uh, well, in, in, in the future. Um... So I have them finishing 6-10. and ten. Um, In second to last, I have the Jets finishing also on a 6-10 and ten record, uh, although they are 4-2 and two in the division. Um, I have the Jets finishing 6-10. and ten. Sam Darnold showed he can, he can do all right, but he throws, a, he throws a lot of interception. He really needs to clean up his game. I also don't think they have enough offensive talent yet, talent yet to really challenge the Patriots uh, in this division. In... Second, I have the Miami Dolphins finishing 7-9, having a pretty decent season with the new uh, head coach, and uh, hopefully trying to get back uh, to the Dolphins of old. But in first, of course, there is no doubt about this. I have the New England Patriots finishing 11-5, 4-2 in the division. The division sorry. Um, there's really no need to explain this. The Patriots have been dominant for so long. Their schedule is one of the easiest in the NFL. And they should make another playoff run with Tom Brady. For the AFC West, uh, it is the Kansas City Chiefs, Chargers, Broncos, and Oakland Raiders. I'm going to start from the bottom and go up to the top. At the bottom, I have the Oakland Raiders finishing 2-14, 0-6 in their division. I cannot see the Raiders doing much better than they did last year. They got Antonio Brown and Vontaze Perfect, but it, the team just seems to be a mess. They don't really seem to know what they're doing, and I I cannot see them doing very well. I have them going 0-6 in the division as well. In third third in the division, I have the Denver Broncos going 9-7, 3-3 in their division. Um, If this says anything, this is going to be a very, very solid division next year. Partly, originally I would not have the Broncos going 9-7 or having even a winning season. But based off of what they did in the draft, and it seems like they have an idea of what they're doing, um, I really, I really like uh, this Broncos team and what they're what they're doing in the future. I do have them going nine and seven, three and three and three in the division, which I think is a great season for them, um, despite having Kansas City and the Chargers in their uh, division as well. So I have the Denver Broncos in third, and second I have the Los Angeles Chargers going ten and six, three and three in the division. The Chargers have a very solid team, and I think they can make another playoff run. It's just they struggle on the road in the regular season, so I have them only going 10-6. and And first, I have the Kansas City Chiefs going first again, although this time I have them going a little more difficult, uh, 11-5, and 5-1 uh, in their, or 6-0 in their division, but I really think that this, this could really tip over or they could stay straight uh, with Patrick Mahomes. It really depends on his next year in the season I think he'll have a good year but he could also he could also suffer a very second uh, very bad second year so 
it all depends on Patrick Mahomes and if uh, if the Chiefs can get a good offense going and also if their defense shows up. Because if their offense doesn't click exactly like it did last season, their defense, there's no way it can carry this team. And they're going to suffer a lot. So the Chiefs is a very fast they're they're a very fascinating team. But if they can get them they if they can get their stuff together, they can also be one of the best teams, if not the best team, in the NFL. Alright, now it's time for your soccer news. Um, we're going to start with the Europa League final review. Chelsea smashed Arsenal 4-1 in a game that started off really tense. Uh, it was it was a weird final. Um, it, it it just lacked a lot of that excitement and what, what you wanted Europa League final to be in. It was mainly because it was, of course, in Baku and a lot of the English fans couldn't go or were not sold a lot of tickets, so... It was also one o'clock in the morning there, so it was just, it just lacked a very a very intense environment, and the players kind of took their time in the first half. Then the second half hit, and Chelsea were up two nothing. Um, then they scored a third off a penalty Hazard scored. Then Iwobi hit a banger goal um, for Arsenal, made it three one, made it sort of interesting. But then Hazard just closed the show, made it four uh, one. Congrats to Chelsea, they win the Europa League, and congrats to Hazard, in which that is surely his final game. Um, rolling into the next thing. Hazard is definitely going to Madrid. It's only a couple of days before it gets officially announced. Um, he, after the game, was interviewed, and uh, he said, I think it's a goodbye. So, surely, he's gone. Um, but you gotta, you gotta, it's an end of an era, and Chelsea fans can't be upset about this because he was there for a long time. And um, congrats to Hazard and going out on the win. Some other transfer news. Sergio Ramos, uh, Held a press conference today uh, due to his his uh, alleged request to go to a Chinese club on a free transfer. Then the uh, Real Madrid president said no way, and then Sergio Ramos uh, held a press conference saying, "Oh, I want to stay in Madrid forever." So we don't really know what's going on there, but uh, interesting stuff. Leroy Sané um, uh, allegedly has uh, been bidded on by Bayern Munich uh, for around sixty million dollars um this would be a huge transfer one that i think makes sense since sane is german and the german giants always look to get that uh strong striker especially since robin left and ribbery so bayern munich are going to definitely look for some big signings and sane would definitely be one man said aren't going to let him go easy though um two more neymar has been linked to a move with barcelona um for a possible switch with Dembele plus some money. I would personally like to see this move happen. I think the MSN was one of the best front three ever seen in soccer, and I, I, I think he's, he fits Barcelona way more than PSG. And I think he realizes now that playing with Messi and Suarez and, ha- and that team and actually winning some Champions League stuff, sorry about the, <laughs> sorry about the Liverpool thing, but um, he definitely wants to go back there, I think. And, and maybe help out uh, his former Barcelona team and just join that culture again. I think they like him. I think he likes the Barcelona culture more than the PSG culture. Um, and I think he would like that move. I don't think it will happen this season, though. Um, but you never know. Um, also regarding Barcelona real quick, I believe Antoine Griezmann has been turned down by Barcelona, from what I've heard. Um, this obviously could change 
especially since he said he's leaving the club, which leaves really Manchester United as the main target, which would be huge, possibly taking over for Lukaku um, or that empty Ibrahimovic role, even from a couple of years ago. And last, uh, Kaylin Mbappe is most likely going to stay at PSG for at least the next season due to Hazard going to Real Madrid. Um, I would expect Mbappe to maybe be on the move unless PSG somehow win Champions League glory or something close to that next season. So that's pretty much it for your soccer section. Alright, last but not least, the MMA section. We're going to start off with Steven Thompson. He wants a Darren Till rematch. I really like this idea for a fight. Um, both of the fighters are coming off uh, hard losses. Um, Darren Till really wants to get back in there. Same with Steven Thompson. The first fight was fantastic. It was real, really well fought out. Uh, Darren Till won off a drop in the fifth round. It was, it was a really good fight. Um, and I, I, I would love to see a rematch between these two. It would be a fan favorite. It would be a fantastic fight. Uh, you could put it on a co-main event for pay-per-view or make it a, a main event for a fight night. But I think this is a really smart fight to make and a really good call-out by Steven Thompson. Uh, next, Yoel Romero gets $27 million in a supplement case. He was uh, recently found guilty of taking PEDs, but it turns out that he was not, and he won $27 million uh, as he sued and found out that he was not on it. Really, really interesting stuff as Uzdala should be the leading thing in drug prevention but they did they definitely messed up on this one and Yoel Romero um, he's he's able to fight again but 27 million dollars I don't know if I would want to fight after that <laughs> but um it's a really it's a really good thing you got that sorted out but that's a, that's a, that's a really big mistake by the uh, by the drug uh, enforcement agency and it should not happen again you should not accidentally find fighters of uh, guilty of something that they did not take so good for Yolo Romero and uh, the the uh, Ustada really needs to get it get itself figured out. Um, UFC Fight Night 153 is coming up Saturday, June 1st at 1 p.m. Uh, that's when the main card starts. It's in Sweden. Headlining is Alexander Gustafsson versus Anthony Smith. The co-main event was going to be Volkan Ozdemir versus Alexander Gustafsson's teammate Ilir Latifi. But Elir Latifi is out with some sort of injury. We do not know at this time. So I really don't know what the co-main event will be. It could be Vulcan Ozdemir versus somebody else. Or it could uh, be the uh, third fight on the card, which would be Jimmy Manoa versus Alexander Rakitic. So very interesting fight there. Uh, I'm going to talk about the main event because that's the, mainly the, the definitely the most important fight. Both of these fighters are coming off of losses to John Jones. And really, these, these two guys are the future of of the weight class. Alexander Gustafsson said if he, a, long, a while ago, he said if he doesn't win against Anthony Smith, he'll consider retirement. That's not the mindset I would have going into it, but you never know. Anthony Smith definitely, he, he's, he's really come on as a UFC fighter, and he's been a fun, fun fighter to watch. I'm going to have Anthony Smith win this, though, by a fourth-round TKO. This is because I have... I think that Alexander Gustafsson is a fantastic fighter, but he lost to John Jones again because he was he was being too tentative because it was a fifth round fight. This fight, I think, with Sweden on his shoulders, it's just going to be too much for him. And I think Anthony Smith is the type of guy who thrives on this and will go in there and get the upset. 
So that's my official prediction for UFC Fight Night 153. Thanks for listening to the JT Media Podcast Weekly Update. Uh, I'm Jack Kennedy, and make sure to check out at JT Media Podcast on Instagram. Thanks for listening. Thank you.